Welcome to the Tortoise Quick Take Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today, Tortoise provides a timely update on trending topics in the market. Hello, I am Tortoise Managing Director and Portfolio Manager Jim Kinane with this week's Tortoise Quick Take Podcast. Over the weekend, SpaceX became the first private company to send astronauts into orbit in what was the first crewed space flight from U.S. soil since the space shuttle program ended in 2011. It was an exciting event to watch and an impressive accomplishment that bodes well for the future of commercial space exploration. While I'm not going to compare the U.S. financial markets to a rocket ship, fuel provided by the Fed has propelled prices up steadily since late March. On a price basis, the S&P 500 moved up approximately 3% for the week, 7% for the month, and 36% from the late March lows. The Illyrian MLP index, coming off its best week of the year last week, rose another approximately 4%. For May, the price increase was 12%, and the move from the lows is now over 100%. As we have noted on this podcast over the past couple of months, we still see midstream energy as a compelling investment opportunity as the stock prices this year have declined by a larger percentage than the expected decline in company cash flows. As one example, the Alarian is still down approximately 30% year-to-date, while earnings were down 8% this quarter, in line with our expectations. Earnings are particularly solid for companies focused on natural gas, with important participants like Williams continuing to provide positive messaging about their earnings outlook. An encouraging sign in the early phases of a market recovery is strength in the debt markets. For midstream, we are definitely seeing the strength we would hope to see. Last week, Interpipeline issued $700 million in seven-year notes at the low yield of 4.2%, a continued sign that the debt markets are open for business and that well-positioned midstream companies can access low-cost financing. Looking at performance numbers for midstream debt, you can also see improvement. Since the lows in late March, midstream investment-grade debt is up approximately 27%, and midstream high-yield debt nearly 49%. Year-to-date, midstream debt has almost worked its way back to break-even, recovering from the sharp first-quarter fall-off. In past midstream bear markets, a complete recovery of losses on the debt side has been an early indicator that the equity market recovery will continue to grow roots and expand. For this recovery to continue to unfold, we will need to see global energy demand continue to rebound from extremely depressed levels. There are definitely good signs to point to. For example, there continues to be positive indications that Chinese oil demand is approaching pre-COVID levels. The U.S. data also appears to be improving, as all of the U.S. states have now eased or lifted restrictions. This is coming at the right time, as the U.S. has entered the summer driving season, traditionally a critical driver of annual U.S. oil demand. This year is far from traditional, though, and driving patterns are far from normal. Interestingly, Apple Mobility data this week generated some news articles suggesting that driving activity had fully recovered to pre-COVID levels. There's some quirks in the Apple Mobility's methodology that need to be considered, For example, their data is indexed to a date in January, typically a low period for gasoline demand. Also, they are measuring queries to Apple Maps, meaning that the number of queries is what 
has actually recovered as opposed to actual driving miles or gasoline demand. A driver on my Midwestern city suggests that traffic is picking up, but that with many of us still working from home, actual demand in the U.S. is still well off from a full recovery. Air demand paints a similar picture with TSA checkpoint data still 80% below normal. While that's an improvement from the 95% decline at the bottom, we still have a long way to go to establish a new normal. Overall, we are encouraged with the improving demand data, but we need to see continued improvements to support the rally in midstream securities. On the regulatory front, the Atlantic Coast Pipeline, Mountain Valley Pipeline delays continue with impacts to EQM, Duke Energy, and Dominion Energy. As we expected, the Ninth Circuit rejected the request for a stay of the recent ruling by the Montana Federal District Court. The impact is continued delays in permitting by the Army Corps of Engineers. Those are the highlights from last week. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you for joining us, and stay tuned for our next cast. Have topics you want covered or other feedback to share? Write us at info at tortoiseadvisors.com. Nothing contained in this communication constitutes tax, legal, or investment advice. Investors must consult their tax advisor or legal counsel for advice and information concerning their particular situation. This podcast contains certain statements that may include forward-looking statements. All statements other than statements of historical fact included herein are forward-looking statements. Although Tortoise believes that the expectations reflected in these forward-looking statements are reasonable, they do involve assumptions, risks, and uncertainties, and these expectations may prove to be incorrect. Actual events could differ materially from those anticipated in these forward-looking statements as a result of a variety of factors. You should not place undue reliance on these forward-looking statements. This podcast reflects our views and opinions as of the date herein, which are subject to change at any time based on market and other conditions. We disclaim any responsibility to update these views. These views should not be relied on as investment advice or an indication of trading intention. Discussion or analysis of any specific company-related news or investment sectors are meant primarily as a result of recent newsworthy events surrounding those companies or by way of providing updates on certain sectors of the market. Tortoise, through its family of registered investment advisors, does provide investment advice to Tortoise-related funds and others that includes investment into those sectors or companies discussed in these podcasts. As a result, Tortoise does stand to beneficially profit from any rise in value from many of the companies mentioned herein, including companies within the investment sectors broadly discussed.